Welcome to the Missionaries Podcast. Stories from the mission field for everyone, for you to listen, learn, and enjoy. Your host for today is Martin. Welcome everybody to this new podcast. This podcast is about, do you really need to leave your country to go into missions? Do you really? And we want to say welcome to our very special guest, Monica. Monica, welcome. Hi. How was your day so far? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I was on mission. <laughs> <laughs> it's one I of those days. Yes, it's actually, it was a great mission today because I was serving international people here in Poznań. I was tour guiding, oh, yeah. you oh. know, connecting my two jobs. So. Yeah. Yeah, I saw, I saw your resume. You worked as an au pair. You worked in travel industry. Mm-hmm. You worked in hotels in Poland and abroad. You yes. worked as an international tour guide. I it's was. quite impressive. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> you really did, huh? Mm-hmm. But today you were also some sort of international tour guide. I am for missionaries, yeah, mostly. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. quite special. So things that you did in your past do actually work today. Yes, you know, I like uh, t- traveling was always my greatest passion. Well, it wasn't like I always had to travel, but when I did, when I uh, tried to make my dreams come true, to live abroad, to get to know cultures, places, you know, uh, I just loved it, you know, working as a tour guide, traveling places. But, you know, since I'm stuck here in Poland, sometimes I get blessed to meet people from abroad and to give them a little tour in the place where I live. Yeah, I saw that you uh, work for Bread of Life in t- uh, for the Bread of Life Foundation and also for the Poznan International Church. Uh, what are they doing? Oh, <laughs> where to start? You know? <laughs> well, uh, what what they do? Well, right now or what I was doing with them in the past, you know, because uh, this organization, organization Bread of Life, uh, always tries to adjust what they do to the present situation. So like we don't start doing things uh, that are not needed anymore. We always try to meet the most crucial needs of people at the moment. So right now we are focused on people from Ukraine, on the refugees, on uh, the poor and and wealthy people from Poland, people who need food. Uh, who need uh, some uh, help with raising children. Well, we don't raise children. We give them Christian uh, workshops, you know. Um, What else we do? We were involved in uh, some public events. Well, last time we had this great charity concert where we were trying to raise funds for sick children. So we also have uh, charity fundraisings. Uh, So basically what we do, we help people and we serve the Lord. That sounds quite busy, to be honest. Uh, We're busy every day, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, you're from Poland. Uh, I am Polish, yes. Yeah, you're Polish. Well, I don't speak one word of Polish, so, well, we'll do the... I inter- can teach you. <laughs> no, thank you. We'll do, <laughs> we'll do the interview in, in English. That's good enough for me. Um, but, yeah, that does show that you don't have to go abroad to go into missions. I mean, you serve the Lord in your own country. How does that work for you? <laughs> well, I think... I am blessed because um, 
I was working for a couple years as a tour guide. I was living in different places abroad and I really loved it. Then when I came back to Poland and I was trying to find my purpose, you know, God led me step by step through church, into missions. And then I was thinking like, okay, if I become a missionary here in Poland, am I able to still realize my greatest passion of traveling, you know? And when I ended up in Poznan International Church, where you have people from all over the world, from different cultures, different languages, different points of view, uh, where you can spend time with those people, you know, you have this little essence of traveling in one place because Poznan International Church is actually the whole world in one place. Well, you don't get to travel so often, but at least... <laughs> they come to you. Yeah, they come to you and you can spend time with you. Because, actually, in traveling, well, I loved seeing nice places, trying nice food, um, to get to experience uh, flavors and smells that we don't have here. But the most important thing f to me was to get to know people, to understand people, how they think, how do they see the world, how do they um, understand issues that were important to me. And, you know, this is what I get here, you know, I, I, I can meet people from different cultures, I can talk to them, and I think uh, that, make, that gives me this feeling of uh, satisfaction, you know, when I cannot travel as often as I would like to. Yeah, when you say that the Lord led you to do this sort of work, how does that work? How, how, how do you know that the Lord asks you to do this? Well, you just have this feeling that you are in the right place. And this is something that I not always had. Sometimes I thought I'm getting myself into something I'm going to love. But the feeling you have inside is like, ah, this is not for you. This is not the right thing. This is not the right place for you. And you were like, no, really, it's something that... I should be doing it's something that that you know I can I can find myself successful at and and inside you get burned out and then you know this is not for you you know it's and it's better to learn to obey this voice this inner voice quickly you know like when God closes the door don't try to get in by window you know <laughs> uh, and this is the feeling I get now like I feel uh, content I feel peace inside. I feel I have uh, a purpose. I have something to do. And I don't doubt that um, what I do is good. That I am here to serve God. I am here to serve people. And I can be used, you know. It's, it makes me uh, feel good. Yeah, it's actually interesting that you say when God does close the door, don't try to to open it anyway yeah you uh, better some yeah. people have to learn it by experience and no matter how often you repeat that they still need to learn it by yeah themselves. yeah definitely it's, it's one of those sayings a lot of people say when god closes one door he will open another one mm -hmm. uh, which is actually not a bible verse it's just a saying yes uh, but it also happened in my yeah case, and sometimes you know? the lord of god does close doors and um yeah, they, they better stay closed. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's actually a great one. I love it, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Hey, and now you're working uh, for the, also for the Bread of Life Foundation. Uh, today you worked as a tour guide. 
um, mm -hmm. which is one of the things that you also did in your past. So the things that you did in your past also help you these days. That's quite interesting to be yes. honest. I mean, this is how our life works, you know. You gain experience every day of your life and sometimes you ask God, like, why do those things happen to me? Or like, do I really need to be doing that? But when you do... Do, do, do you have an example for that? Example? Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, you know, like... What actually led me to this uh, interest of traveling and, and being interested uh, about places and people and the world, you know, I grew up in Poland. I was born in 80s, you know, and the situation in Poland was quite difficult. Uh, I never felt it like I never felt that my childhood was bad because my parents did their best to make me feel loved and happy and and I think I was uh, but the situation in the country was quite tough and people were not allowed to travel freely uh, but the, the Berlin Wall was still up or not no it was it was just you know post-communism you know so like I didn't experience the toughest uh, history of uh, in Poland but it wasn't so easy Poland was completely something else back then uh you know like i remember days w months where we didn't have electricity at home we didn't have tv uh it was tough sometimes sometimes i didn't feel good to invite friends over to my house because it was quite embarrassing but i was always quite happy as a child the only thing was that some people got to travel. My parents could never send me places. And when those people were traveling, returning, I was like, tell me, what was it like? You know, what did you see? You know, well, hotel was nice. Pool was nice. And I was, was like, ah, that's it. Like, yeah. there's nothing else. Yeah. And that made me curious. I always wanted to travel. So, uh, after I uh, finished my high school, I got accepted to uh, studies, to tourism and leisure here in Poland. And then right away I wanted to travel. So I took a break after the second year and I left the United States for one year. Uh, and yeah, I didn't want to just to travel, you know, as a tourist. I wanted to live in, live in places. I wanted to get to know the culture, go through some celebrations, some, uh, some traditions, you know. And like actually living abroad, not only traveling, gives you this opportunity to actually understand people's point of view better. Why do people do things? How do they do them? And the more I was doing, the more I wanted to know. But sometimes, well, how God closes the door, you know, like uh, I came to Poland, I finished my studies, uh, I thought I have everything situated, organized, I thought that I will know how uh, my life will be like, you know, I will travel, I will get married, everything will be perfect, no, 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 but everything turned out to be different, you know, okay. I became a single mom depressed in Poland, uh, well, no, before I was uh, a single mom, I, 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 like, I got in the darkest moment of my life, uh, I was very depressed. Uh, it was just sadness, you know. Sounds like pretty rough. Very rough. Like it was the hardest 
moment of my life where I it wasn't like I didn't want to live anymore. I wanted to live, but I didn't know how. I didn't know how to find my way. And, you know, I, all I remember, it was like the darkness around me. And I know God was there. I, I, like God was the only thing I knew at this moment. And he saved me. I think he saved my life because I, I had nothing, nothing to hold on to anymore, you know. And I remember this call from a company that I applied to like three years before that I just didn't accept the job back then because like uh, I was in love and everything was perfect I thought I would never leave my fiance for a couple weeks to go abroad but you know somehow they found my CV my application they said well uh, we found your CV and we would like to interview you so I went for the interview and they said uh, here is the thing uh, one person who was supposed to go to Turkey for a couple months to work just quit and we need somebody to go now. Okay. You know, on the interview, I was pretending I was a very happy, smiling and yeah, that's like how, that's cheerful person, yeah. you know, and they were like, you're perfect to do that. You know, inside I was yeah. hurting, you know, like the worst yeah. pain you can get. Like I, w I wouldn't be able to, to survive the same pain again, I think. Like it's like I was I was thinking that it's better to chop off my leg just not to feel the pain inside, like the, the, the pain of soul. Yeah. Uh, so but nobody could see that, you know, nobody like when you hurt inside and you put on, a, you know, the biggest smile, nobody can realize how much you're hurting. So they thought I'm perfect for the job. And they told me, here is the thing, you know, um, you need to tell us today, uh, the latest tomorrow, and you would need to go in one week. Okay. And first I was like, oh, uh, wait, yeah. uh, I need to think <laughs> about it. You know, like yeah. going to Turkey after spending so many we weeks, months, I don't even know how much time in your room doing nothing because of yeah. depression. But then as soon as I got home... I hear this voice like, just do it, just do it. And I was like, well, this is maybe actually a way of God, uh, of God to save my life. You know, maybe God wants me to leave this place and start doing something. And that was it. I called. I said, OK, I'm going. I packed my bag and I flew. I didn't know, you know, like I didn't know much about Turkey at this moment. I mean, you know, like I never planned to go to Turkey. I was like, is it safe for a blonde? Uh, a girl in her 20s to fly to Turkey you know I, I knew nothing I just went my job was um, I was working in a hotel as an entertainer um, it's called animation team so basically I was supposed to make everyone happy in the hotel I was uh, doing sports with children uh, children's club you know uh, in the evening, I was doing um, some shows on the stage, like theaters, music shows. Later, we had to talk to guests, you know, like making sure that they are okay, that, that they are taken care of. And I had to smile all day long, you know, because... How was that for you? I mean, inside, you were not the most happy person back then. Inside, I was completely depressed. Yeah, but you have to smile. I had to smile all day long. In the morning, I had to smile, like for all the children, you know, yeah. they came on vacation. It's part of the job, but still. I yes. Mean I mean, 
and you know the team you know there were many wonderful girls working together but not everyone was wonderful some people were trying to give you a hard time as well you know so not everyone was sweet the thing was that i was busy from uh, very morning to late night uh, we didn't have much free time and i think well, I didn't know that back then, but I think it helped me a lot that I didn't have much time to think okay. uh, about things that, that were painful. I didn't have much time to uh, get depressed, to put those bad thoughts into my mind, you know, and just practicing smile changes your whole body. Just try it. When you feel depressed, just try to smile, you know. Uh, there were people who were supporting me a lot, people who were talking to me, okay, people who were very friendly. God always puts the right people on my way. Whenever, wherever I traveled, I had some people who were trying to give me a hard time, but I always had those people who made a difference, you know, and that's what I love. Um, yeah. But when I listen to it, it sounds like you more or less had the best school in life to do the work that you're doing now oh yes it was know. quite a rough school but in retrospect mm -hmm. when we see what you're doing today with uh, the bread of life foundation now mm -hmm. you see a lot of people who don't have food who are in a pretty rough spot Yes, suffering, uh, people with depression, yeah. people who don't smile at all and they don't know how to put their smile on. They don't even know that it could help. Uh, people who don't, well, the longer they stay on the street, the harder it is to change their life, you know, because they, they don't even know that by doing something, that by staying busy, they, get, they can change the way they feel about themselves, about their situations. Uh, yeah. Well, later after after working as an entertainer, uh, entertainer, uh -huh. I became a tour guide. So, and also a tourist representative. So, I was responsible like I was representing a company and and helping the customers. Uh so well, basically my job was to sell excursions, uh, prepare people for their vacation, explain everything, pick them up uh, from the uh, airport, uh, you know, get them situ situated. But then during the week, I was to solve all their problems. And what do you do today? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right? today you're actually doing the same yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's for a different cause. You know, true and sometimes more than that i think that if not the the hardest time of my life i would think that problems like little problems can be very big but uh it was so easy for me to take care of people's problems because i didn't see them as problems yeah you could put them in perspective i guess yeah uh, sometimes i was laughing inside i'm like okay your bus was late i mean is it so, I mean, is it worth like spoiling whole your vacation? Like getting so miserable because of bus? Like, yeah, if that's your biggest problem, that's a nice problem to have. Yes. Oh my yeah. goodness. So like, I, I didn't feel like their problems were real problems and it was so easy for me to challenge it, you know, to change it with, with a smile. Yeah. So, so all in all, it, it 
does really sound that God prepares you to do the work that you're doing now. I think so. Yes, yes. I learned through through difficult situations in my life. I learned a lot about myself, but especially I learned who God is and how much He cares. That He's faithful. That He never leaves me. You know. And even if I mess up, even if I cannot find a way, He has a way for me. Very unexpected way. You know. Sometimes a way that that I think is not for me. But it turns out to be the greatest blessing because look, I got to travel. It was so unexpected. I got to travel. I got to meet people. I got to. Well, I found myself successful. You know what? Uh, like one breakthrough for me was like when I worked in Mallorca, and it was miserable. I know, like it can be the greatest place. For some people, but in my case, like it was the best—I mean, the worst place, uh, my worst season—and I wanted to leave. Like, of course, it's an island, and if I just could walk, I would—I yeah. don't know—I would swim. get out of there. Like, get yeah. out of there! It, it, like, I felt um, a lot of mobbing. You know, I didn't feel treated right. Uh, but I called to the the former company that I worked for in Turkey, and I said, like, you know, I don't think I like being entertainer anymore. My dream is to be a tour guide or travel representative. And they were like, you know what? One lady resigned in Corfu, in Greece. Okay. Uh, uh, you know. It's already uh, like middle of the season, so they all had schooling already. You've never worked as a representative, right? I said no, I never did, but I, I'm sure I can do it. You know, I just wanted to leave the place. They were like, okay, in three days we can fly you to Corfu, and you can start your job. I was like, yes, yes. Oh my goodness, I, did. I was so happy and so excited. I had uh, uh, friends who actually helped me packed, uh, pack my bags and, and drove me to the airport. Perfect. And already on the plane, I felt it's going to be good. Like inside, you know, it's God's leading, you know. I was to receive job that I dreamed of without uh, qualification at that time, without schooling. But Oh, I was like, who cares? I'm going to make it. And, you know, after one month working there without any schooling, I, uh, I was just intentional and I, I was um, just doing what I thought I am supposed to do. Of course, they explained me, OK, those are your hotels. You're going to uh, like they showed me my schedule, you know, explanation of, uh, of all that. Uh, I read some information about the island and the spots on, of interest. Uh, but when I had to deal with tourists, I was just doing what I felt I should. And uh, I remember I found this one chapel on Corfu in one hotel. And I remember before the office meeting, I went there to pray. And I was thanking God that he brought me to this place because, you know, although there were holes in the road and some buildings missed elevation like the the painting you know it wasn't like Mallorca where I flew from you know Mallorca is like everything is posh everything is perfect you know Corfu was more like homey place you know? <laughs> uh, I was so happy to be there because people were just wonderful what a difference I was welcomed 
so nicely you know wherever you go to restaurant to hotel people give you a hug they treat you like they know you and they treat you like like you are welcomed when you say uh, or you you said that you went to a chapel mm -hmm. um, I, I bet you prayed your socks off when you were in a pretty bad place how, how does prayer work for you in times when things don't go as planned <sighs> you just you just well you know those moments of silence where you believe that god is there but you don't really hear back sometimes you don't hear back from god because the answer is not what you want to hear sometimes you don't hear back because you don't know how to uh, read god's voice but sometimes you need to wait, you know, and in those darkest moments, I just felt presence, but I didn't get relief. Prayer wouldn't give me any relief. I I had planned for God what I want him to do for me to feel better. You know, I was like, God, please do this, please do that, please do this, please do that, you know, and then I will feel better and I will be so thankful, but I need that to survive. I never got what I asked for, but God actually found another way for me, right? And it sounds like he gave you something better than he, that you actually asked for. Well, I don't know, because because back then, you know, I thought that what I lost in life was everything that I cared for, you know? So, like, I don't know, like, like if what I got back, probably it is better for me, you know, for my development, for my life, and actually that... It led me to full-time ministry. If I uh, held on to the other thing in my life, probably I would never end up as missionary, you know. I would just have a uh, regular life as a wife. Maybe I would travel. Maybe I would uh, have a beautiful house with all my dreams come true. But, you know, then maybe you miss something, you know, That's in the life. thing, right? That's yeah. the thing. I mean, very often we think in, I would like to have a bigger car or mm -hmm. new wheel hubs or whatever. Mm -hmm. But when you look at God's plan... Uh, it's so different. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's so different and it's very <laughs> exciting. Actually. Well, is. you know, but when I look back on my life, <laughs> so many situations where I thought like, God, uh, I would like this in life. And actually... Now, when I look back, he actually gave me those things, but in such an unexpected way that I didn't even realize, okay, I have it already, you know, I prayed about those things. Well, I can give you an example. I remember when I uh, stayed here in Poland uh, and I was trying to find a job, you know, after so many years working abroad, I thought I have great resume you know and everyone want, will want to hire me but my international experience uh, didn't mean much here because back then in Poland it was a very weird system of uh, employing people you had to have experience in particular field you know the fact that you worked abroad you could solve thousands of people's problems it and didn't count yeah you could be independent for years you know finding yourself like changing location like every six months new life you know new chapter because you change home place the people around you everything 
it didn't count, you know. So it was so hard for me to find a job. And I remember I was working nearby here. I was working, uh, trying to, to work as an uh, insurance agent. Insurance agent. Don't do that ever. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, well, I was trying, you know, like they told me I'm going to be successful in that. So I believed, you know, no, no, it wasn't for me at all. But I remember we had one schooling and uh, the guy told us to put on a list things that we would like to achieve in life, even if those thing, things seem uh, impossible. And those had to be material things. Okay. okay? Yeah. So. I remember on the first place I put, I would like to live in a house. Today I live in a house, you know, and it, it was also God's planning, like the way I moved from my former place and things. Today I have a house and when I think about it, wow, back then it seemed impossible. Well, in retrospect, yes, there's so many situations like that. I prayed for something and today I think like, wow. I remember one time I prayed for something that I have today and it's so normal for me. Yeah, we yeah, that's the thing. We we very often take it for granted and we don't even see it actually. Mm -hmm. But the thing I wanted to tell you like for, from uh, from the the time where I was praying in this chapel when I lived in Greece, you know, the way God made me feel worth something. Uh you know, I I <laughs> I didn't have, uh, like, my self-esteem was very low at that moment, okay, you know? Yeah. Like, I didn't feel worth much. But then I went to the office. We had this board uh, with points, like, we were getting points for everything we were doing, you know? Yeah, you could slide up and achieved. down yeah. uh, your picture. I looked, my picture was very high, and I was like, <laughs> I, like I, di I didn't pay too much attention yeah. to that. And then, like, my boss uh, uh, took me uh, on side and, uh, to, to talk, and, and uh, he asks, like, Monica, did you see how high you are on, on the board? And I'm like, I thought somebody just lifted, you know, to, to make me feel good. He's like, Monica, this month you sold the biggest amount of excursions on the Amazing. island. You know, you have very good, um, like many cases of solved problems. For them, it was important that the problems were solved on the spot, not when people come back home because it was much costly, uh, you know, later to solve problems. So he told me that I have like one of the biggest amount of solved problems percentage you know and i was awarded like got, i got extra money for being the most effective rep on the island wow that made me f i knew like before i went to pray and suddenly i go to the office and i feel wow you can't imagine this feeling you know like you do something without schooling others went through the schooling i was like fresh off the boat you know and just do your job the way you feel and wow, this award, I felt so special. It's quite a gift from God. Yeah. God also put the right people on my path. Uh, in every hotel, people were so kind, so sweet, and they were trying to also please my guests. Like whenever I had meeting for tourists, they would bring drinks, uh, Polish oh, yeah. flag yeah. colors, yeah, you know. Perfect. They yeah, would like, so like do everything so my guests feel good, you know. So I always had people behind me who were doing so much uh, that that helped me a lot wow it was all in god's hands and now you're doing the same for other people yes 
Amazing, right? Yes, I, 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 I like to give back. Well, I remember the situation in Mallorca when I had those two people who drove me to the airport, helped me. I didn't have car, I didn't know how to get to the airport and it was on the other side of the island. I was so thankful they were like, no, Monica, don't mention, it's okay, we want to help you, we, we know how bad it is for you. Then when I lived on Corfu, I was driver for everyone, you know. Uh, I was a rep, so I had a car, you know, by the company. But in each hotel, there were uh, entertainers who didn't have car and they needed it. Sometimes they needed to go places. So whenever, well, I had day off once a week. So I was taking reservations, like who is going on a tour with me, you know? So every day off, I had car full of people and we were just traveling around the island. Sometimes people had to go to the airport, you know? Uh, I have uh, uh, many people that I just, uh, that just jumped uh, to my car on the way because they just needed a lift. So I was like, yeah, this way I can give back. Yeah, and, and, th that, and th that's the thing, right? If you... If you always had a perfect life, you don't know how important a car can be. Mm -hmm. You don't know how important a smile can be. Yes. And you don't know how important a hug can be. It's mm -hmm. it's the simple stuff, and that's what you learn through. Well, that's what you learn through pretty pretty rough patches in your life. Tough situations but create tough people. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. but in retrospect, thank God for the rough patches. Yes. I mean, he prepared you in a amazing way to do what you do now with people who are having a real well a pretty rough time right now yes i think because i, I like uh, i was judging myself and i felt pretty bad about uh, situations i couldn't handle in my life but today i think differently i think those difficult situations in your life shape you and uh, you can really find your strength and strength that God gives you through those difficult situations, you know? That's actually a great one to end this interview. Yes. Let's be honest. <laughs> it's the rough patches that actually, at first they look like rough patches mm -hmm. and you sometimes even hate them. But in retrospect, God wants to use them for his glory mm -hmm. so that you can be more effective for his kingdom. Yes, amen. And I want to thank you for the interview, Monica. Thank you for having me. It was great having you here. Uh, well, for more information about Monica and her work with the Bread of Life Foundation and PIC, look at the description of the podcast, and we would like to thank you for listening. Please do like, subscribe, follow, or whatever, and hope to talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Missionaries Podcast. For more information about this podcast, and how you can help us, visit www.me.pl. God bless, and keep up the great work for His glory.